Good morning. Today is Wednesday, March 17th, 2021. With the book of Vayikra, the third book of the Torah, which we begin reading this Shabbos, we enter the world of sanctity. And we enter the life of sanctity lived by the Kohanim, the priests, and the Levian, the Levites. We learn about their daily routine, lighting the menorah, offering karbanos, different aspects of those offerings, both on behalf of the community as well as on behalf of individuals who come. And there are many jobs, many tasks, many du duties. They were busy all day, every day. But it's fascinating to learn about the first duty, the first task every single morning. The Torah says, Vulavash HaKohen, this is the first thing that happens in the morning, early every morning. Vulavash HaKohen Midobad, the first thing is a Kohen gets dressed up in pure white garments. These are the four garments worn by a Kohen. Pure white. It's like beautiful Shabbos clothes that are all white. The Heirim es Hadeshen, and he takes a small amount of the ashes. That were left over from the fire that was burning the night before. As you know, part of the sacrifices, several things were put on the altar to burn, and some of them were left overnight to continue burning. So in the morning, there were ashes. So the Kohen would put on his finest, brightest white garments and take some of the ashes from the night before, and he would place them and he would place them next to the base of the altar. Now, sometimes a lot of ash built up and it was necessary to take out more than just a small amount. When that happened, he would take off his first set of garments and put on a second set of garments, a different set of garments, because he's about to leave the premises. He would take the, the extra ashes and he would take them outside of the camp to a place that was purified. In other words, the first job every morning was taking out the garbage. And what's amazing is not just that the Kohen would get dressed up in white garments. Can you imagine? You're going to take out the garbage. Say, hold on a second. I have to put on my shopper's clothes. I have to put on a suit and a tie and make sure everything is perfect. And now I can take out the garbage. But that's exactly what happened. And not only that, but the Talmud describes every morning, how did they decide which Kohen would get the job? 
I don't know what happens in your house. <clears throat> in my house, the person that gets the job <laughs> is often the person who is uh, groaning and moaning about it. The Talmud says that's not what happened here. The Talmud says every Kohen wanted to do it. Every Kohen wanted to do it so badly, they had to have a system to distribute it equally and fairly. So they had a lottery. They would do a lottery to decide who would get it on one day and then rotate so that everyone would have a fair share of the opportunity. Why were the Kahanim so eager to take out the garbage, to clean out the ashes? Rabbi Barrowwine suggests it's because it was in the Mishkan, it was in the temple, it was before God. It was a way of serving God. It was the first task on the list of tasks in the daily routine of serving God. And when one has the awareness that by their action they are serving God, there is no task too manual or menial. This is serving God. This is what God wants. There is no greater activity in the world. Just think about if we could try to apply that attitude. One of the most important goals in family life is shalom bias, harmony within the home. That's the standard that we strive for with our families, with our spouses. And it is a way to bring the Shekhinah, God's presence, into our home. So let me ask you a question. And I'm asking myself this question. Is there any task in my home that is too manual or too meaningful? to be performed with enthusiasm and love when it leads to shalom bias. There's no such thing as undignified. There's no such thing as menial because it's bringing peace. It's bringing God into our home. It's bringing the family closer together. Viktor Frankl, widens our understanding of this approach to even the most extreme circumstances. He wrote, those who have a why to live can bear with almost any how. If you're living a life and you understand the meaning that you are bringing to life, then there is almost nothing you cannot bear once you realize or while you realize the meaning that it signifies, that it brings, that it causes. Frankel wrote, life is never made unbearable by circumstances but only by lack of meaning 
and purpose. What happens to me never makes my life unbearable. Let me just point out, Viktor Frankl was talking about his experiences in Auschwitz and other concentration camps. He went through the worst that human beings can ever, ever experience. And this is what he came out with, that life is never unbearable by the circumstances we face, but only by the lack of meaning. And if we find meaning and purpose, then anything is bearable. This is certainly true about some of the things that we face today, wearing a mask, staying at home, missing milestones in our lives, being alone. I don't mean in any way to minimize any of these things, but the key is to focus on the meaning of it. When we do these things, we are fulfilling God's mitzvah, be exceedingly careful concerning your health, which is God's highest priority, for which all the other mitzvahs are set aside. So when we do these things, and when our natural inclination is to feel very bad, about what we're going through, if we can focus on the meaning that we are bringing as a result of it, I'm protecting my life. That's God's highest priority. I'm protecting your life. When that why is before us, the how becomes manageable. And it is true in every area of life. It's true in every single job, every single profession. Certainly in my job. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want anyone to think I'm complaining because it's true in every job. But there are so many times, and I'm not going to give you examples because I don't want to share this part. There's so many times in, in, in my job where I'm called on to do something that is not part of my job, not in quotation marks, befitting the dignity of my position, in quotation marks, that's a ridiculous concept. But here's the thing. If you want people to come to Shul to Daven under normal circumstances, the door's got to be unlocked. Now, even if it was somebody else's job to unlock it, but if I'm called on to unlock the door, I can either complain about, well, how come the person whose job it was didn't do it? Or I can think about, without this task, nobody gets in. N nothing happens. The whole purpose of why we have this whole experience, why we have this whole institution, <laughs> is missed if the door is locked. Certainly, in these days leading up to Pesach, we have ample opportunities to practice this with COVID and with Pesach cleaning. The indignity, the effort, the routine 
It can all be done wearing our best clothes, pure white garments, dressed up for the task, if we see ourselves as a Kohen serving God with these actions, because that is precisely what it is. And as long as we have that why in front of us, the how will be sublime. It will be magnificent. Sometimes, though, we may start out with that perception, but then we lose it halfway through. So, a husband comes home and says to his wife, this year, I really want to help out before Pesach. I know I haven't really helped out in the past, but this year is different. Whatever you need, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. So the wife says to him, honey, please don't take this the wrong way. But the best thing that you could do for me is to leave the house and let me get my work done without any interruptions. That is the best thing that you could do for me. Three hours later, his wife hears him coming back into the house and she says to him, I thought I told you the best way for you to help me would be to leave for the whole day so I could get all this work done without interruptions. And he says to her, you expect me to help the whole day? Yes, yes, you should help the whole day. And you should have in mind that you are a Kohen wearing the brightest white garments, serving God with every action that you are performing. My friends, I wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.